Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 10th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. All right, well let's kick off as always with the scores on the doors. Dow Jones closing down 249 points or 0.73%. 33,700. Had a bit of a trading range last night, to be honest. It was up 304 at its best, and it was down 342 at its worst. So we have seen a bit of an exploration of that trading range, uh, a bit of a, an explosion, really. We haven't seen a sort of six or 700-point trading range for some time. NASDAQ down 1.02%, 121 points, 11,790. The S&P 500, of course, in the middle for Diddle, down 0.88%, 36 points, 40 82, 4,082. Spy Futures following on from yesterday's 40-point loss in our market. Another 26 points down, or at least pointing to that on the open. Uh, down 26 or 0.35% to 73.91. The VIX Volatility Index has been picking up as the US has turned a bit negative on the world. The VIX has been picking up a bit, up 5.9%, 20.7%. Given all the uncertainty out in the market, it's kind of surprising that the VIX isn't a little bit higher, but there you go. Stock 600, European markets generally better. They obviously saw the Dow when it was up. Stock 600 up 0.6 of a percent. FTSE up 0.3. Germany up 0.7. France up 1%. Spain, well, Manana up 0.1 of a percent. So nothing very exciting there. Some of the US stocks in focus. Apple down 0.7. Meta. The artist formerly known as Facebook, down 3%. Google, down 4.4%. I bet they wish they never heard of AI after their pretty uninspiring AI demo the other day, which has knocked uh, around over $100 billion off the market cap of of Google or Alphabet, as it is now known. Microsoft down 1.2%. Amazon down 1.8%. Tesla still going better. It looks like they were cleared in an inquiry into a car crash of one of their vehicles. Uh, they were up 3%. Netflix down 1.2%. JP Morgan, banking sector, on the nose. JP Morgan, 1.6%. Citigroup down 2.2%. Goldman down one9 Bank of America down 2.1%. Wells Fargo down one4 And Block, the artist formerly known as Square. As they say, it's hip to be square. Well, not so hip to be square last night, down 6.1%. General Motors up 0.2%. ExxonMobil up 0.4%. Walmart up 0.9%. So a little bit of a flight of defensives last night in the US. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. We did see uh, the uh, weekly American Association of Individual Investors survey found that optimism about the short-term direction of the stock market had risen to its highest level in more than a year. Also in US news, a Lyft, which is, of course, an Uber rival, 
Well, that didn't seem to rival them in terms of their performance post the numbers, which came out after hours, down over 23% uh, weaker results and weaker guidance. And Bob Iger, a new man at Disney, of course, the returning legend at Disney, has said he only wants to stay two years in the Magic Kingdom. As far as commodities go overnight, we had oil prices succumbing a little bit to this pessimism. We had Brent crude down 1.1%, 84.14, down 91 cents. Oil for WTI was down 0.55%, 43 cents, 77.99. Gold price eased again, down $14.70, 1860.4, down 0.8 of a percent. Platinum down 1.65%. We did see a US 10 years pushing higher again in terms of yields, 3.66%. Two years, 4.48. Aussies, 3.71%. That is pretty um, big for the Aussie 10-year. Bitcoin fell 3.7%, and the US dollar index down slightly uh, to 103.26, but the Aussie dollar 69.34, which is pretty much unchanged in other commodities last night. Some interesting moves, to say the least. Copper, up 0.9. Nickel had a massive night. Up 5.7%. Nickel has been very, very volatile. There was news overnight as well that one of the biggest commodity trading houses in the world, Trafigura, has uh, written off 577 million US dollars after it uncovered a nickel fraud. It seems that the nickel that they thought they were getting wasn't nickel after all. Nickel apparently is very open to fraud. Unlike gold, according to the reports, which is heavily uh, scrutinized and has lots of security around its movements, nickel is also very valuable, but the security and the uh, provenance of some of the nickel does tend to get a bit dodgy. So I don't know whether that was why the nickel price was up 5.7%, but it probably helped. Aluminium up half a percent, zinc down 0.3, lead unchanged, ton up 1.7%. Looking at uh, resource stocks overseas, BHP and Rio slightly higher, BHP 0.2%, Rio pretty much unchanged, actually 0.03% higher in ADR terms. That's American Depository Receipts. Freeport McMoran down 0.2, Alcoa down 1.2, Tech down 3.1, Anglo unchanged, Glencore down 3.7%, Vale down 1.1%. Arbamal in the lithium space, having had that big hit yesterday, and we saw that over in our lithium sector as well. Arbamal dropped 0.3 of a percent overnight too. So um, that uh, does bode a little better, I guess, in terms of steadying the ship, but uh, not uh, going to set the world alight. In local news today, plenty of broker talk coming through on the back of the... Um, Results yesterday. We're also having some results again today. We've got uh, REA Group out. Half-year core NPAD of 204.9 million. Market was going for around 203.2. Revenue 617.3. We were going for consensus was around 604.2. Interim dividend 75 cents there. Uh, In other news, uh, interim CFO at BWX has been appointed the permanent CEFO. And we also have seen in the front paper of the Fin Review today, uh, the soft housing market in the US 
has put Reliance Worldwide, which is pretty much a US-based revenue company, three-quarters of their revenue comes from the US, uh, that is a plumbing supplies business. Uh, they are apparently in the sights of private equity at the moment. So uh, that is something to bear in mind. Elders, yesterday, after the uh, ASX, Pauline Hanson, please explain, uh, came out with their presentation. It was an eight-page slide presentation uh, before another virtual meeting between the CEO, Mark Allison, and and some investors, this time organised by Goldman Sachs. So um, they're starting to uh, at least get the message that retail investors don't like these private briefings especially when the company considers the news coming out as not price sensitive. Why bother with the briefing? And certainly it was price sensitive. Uh, News Corp results out as well this morning. It's reported Q2 earnings per share of 14 cents. Uh, The market was going for around 20 cents. Revenue 2.5 billion. Uh, The consensus was 2.57 billion. Adjusted EBITDA 429 million and the market was going for 408. Eight billion, uh, million rather, and other news. GQG Partners has sold down its uh, uh, Whitehaven coal stake. It had a three point, sorry, five point three six percent in Whitehaven before this sell down. And Renewables Assets Group APA could be interested in Spark infra- Infrastructure's renewable energy business which is up for sale. If you're looking at AWC, Alcoa, in terms of their um, Western Australian operations, the Premier, Mark McGowan, says it will not allow Alcoa's bauxite mining to threaten drinking water supplies. Uh, He was forced to take a public stand after it was revealed by the West Australian Today that for the past two years, experts within his government have warned that a major dam and source of Perth drinking water is at an unacceptable risk of contamination. News out last night, hitting the markets again this morning. It looks like Fortescue is planning hundreds of job cuts, with up to a 1,000 being cut. Breville Group has been initiated as a buy at Shoreham Partners. Uh, Mervac downgraded to neutral from Outperform at Credit Suisse. Endeavour Group upgraded to neutral from Cell at UBS. Credit Corp downgraded to neutral from Outperform at Macquarie Group. Arena REIT upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. And ANZ Group upgraded to neutral from underweight at Jardins. And car sales downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. Question of the day today is, what do you think of reporting season so far? We're coming towards the tail end of week one. How's it been for you? Some winners, some losers? What do you think have been the themes from the reporting season so far? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.